You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, man? This is your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today we have an amazing return guest. I was looking at my timeline. This creator drops like so every six months. Yo, for real, I'm loving it. And then every six months, steps up the game. I mean, I, listen, I'm a hustler from New York, but what? I, I'm a small time hustler compared to this lady right here. I mean, see all over the place. We're one of the most fire kickstarters. I mean, I got to read issue three, but guess what's popping? It's issue four. And this book, eight days in, funded. That goes to show that this girl knows what she's talking about, baby. Let me introduce them. Let me do. Thank you, Spectrum. I hate those damn blackouts. Let me do this once again. Introduce the one, the only, the future legend in the making. And, you know, if I don't say that, she might kick my ass because she knows how to fight. Lori Calcaterra, how you doing? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi. I'm great. I'm so happy to be here, Al. Absolutely. I always, I'm always happy to have you back because I am not lying, Lori. I was <laughs> telling you this in the green room, and I'll say this publicly and show some love. I have ultra respect for you. You are the hardest work, working woman in the game right now. Let me tell you, holy shit. We, you know, we need you to walk into the cons and shit like James Brown. They're going to put a cape on you so you could be like, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Because you, you know, I see you out yeah. there. You're working. You got yeah, another issue. Congrats on it. Already being funded. Gee, I mean, you, you popping up. Lori, you got that magic sauce. That, that's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, the Chick-fil-A sauce. Delicious. It, 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 <laughs> I'll also go with that yum-yum sauce, too, man. That, that, I like that yum-yum sauce. I'm a fan of the yum yum. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so uh, let's talk about it before we get into the current Kickstarter and, and some video shenanigans. We got some <laughs> funny shenanigans. a little bit. All right. So <laughs> talk about what, what was popping with the issue three project, how, how that worked for you. Any new lessons learned that you're applying to this current project? Yes. Okay. So issue three. We did the same kind of deal last campaign. It funded it about in a week, and then it just grew from there. And we we produced the comic. I had an issue with the colorist halfway through, so I learned that best laid plans always have a plan B. How about that? Because I had a printer issue with two. It's just some things you just can't plan for. So I learned from that second campaign. So for this campaign, hopefully it'll go smoothly. I'll put in my time. <laughs> right? I've had I've had the things happen. Everybody talks about in the indie world, like, has this ever? Oh, yeah, I've, I've had that happen. But fingers crossed that I've put in my time and that things go smoothly. But issue three, the comic book changed, right? So issues one and two, when we started, we were in like the future apocalypse. Death has been broken. People don't die correctly. Your body dies, but your soul doesn't leave, leaving you rotting in your own body as your mind slowly decays and you go crazy violent, detached, forgetful, you lose time, all of that. Issue three, we jump back in time and we we're at we start at the day that death went missing, right? And we get to see our protagonist, who was a cowboy in issue one and two, is now a young man and an EMT. Right on the front lines, there was a big old car accident. This 16-wheeler just smeared the road with everybody on it. And Jude St. Clair is there, and he and his supervisor were trying to save someone who basically was unsavable. There was no way this man was going to survive. They did everything they could. He passed in the back of the of the ambulance on the way to the hospital. But there's that iconic scene that you always see in a, in a zombie movie where it's like they cover the body with a sheet. There's a bloody sheet laying there. And all of a sudden it sits up. We had that moment. <laughs> but yeah, then... But your moments are funny, though, because yeah. unlike most horror movies where... <laughs> right, motherfucker was talking to me. Oh, shit. Right. he was like, "Oh, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, 
do you understand how listen i'd be the second body that be scraping off that road because there's no way i'm staying in that vehicle so but what the, listen you made that gory homie was spilling his guts literally yes <laughs> yeah did you see the the hospital the hospital scene was so funny to me because here's this dead guy sitting there they're asking him questions he's like i didn't know i didn't know and she, the doctor examines him. He has no heartbeat. She thinks they're playing a joke on her, on her, right? And then this dead guy lifts his shirt up and he's like, hey, doc, maybe this is part of the problem. What do you think? And then <laughs> plop, they just come out and the doctor freaks out and runs out of the room. Just like, ah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's great. I'm going to go figure out an answer. Stay here and just leaves. <laughs> and I love that. And it was a comical moment because there's an interaction between the characters and it actually it is a laugh out loud moment. And, you know, <laughs> that's an honest reaction in a combo. Not, oh, let me get curious. No, no, you're out. You're done. You're not waiting. And that, that was the perfect reaction. I mean, but there's another thing that I noticed too, because it's like, I'm about to blame homie for everything. Was that me or you? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying, yeah, the, the guy, because who doesn't wash their hands after an accident? You wait till you get like, yeah. Well, I'm sure he, he had washed them and washed them and washed them. But we, I love the, that, that three panels with the hand washing because it's not only is it beautiful and it's hard to draw hands and water, mind you, put them together. And it's really difficult. And the team did it so great. But it's a, another look at like bringing the trauma home with you and trying to wash it off and not being able to like, even if you look at the next panel where he's drying his hands, there's still a little bit of blood on his hands. He can't get it off. So it's like the things that follow you home, the trauma that follows you, you know? So that's, that's what that means. And, and, and that's a good commercial for lava soap too. You know, it'll really take the, take it off. <laughs> yeah. You got to get that like gritty orange <laughs> industrial <laughs> solvent remover. in this home. Yeah, but it, it, it's wild because, as you said even before, but now you see how the news reacts to it that yeah, it, it's not just humans that this is affecting. Like, right. you got animals, pets, insects, fish. I mean, you got nasty, dead, rotten fish in the ocean, and you st- you really show the impact. Like, comics don't really talk that story, but you start showing how that, like, and on the news cycle, yo, this is impacting the food chain, another yes. food source. You right. know, this is going up. I'm like, okay, now this is real. You made it feel so real and scary. You know what, though? And I keep reminding people of this ever since the beginning. I wrote this in 2018, before the pandemic, before we were running to the grocery store and all it was left was like frozen peas, before we were hoarding toilet paper and glued to the TV watching all of these things in 2020 unfold. I've had people tell me like I had PTSD reading issue number three because that's what we were doing. We had, you know, stuff piled up in the living room because we didn't want to go out all that often. So we had canned goods and and things on the counter and we were just glued to the news. And that's what this issue is. It's how people react and how the world starts falling apart. And in this world, how it keeps creeping closer and closer to the point until you can't escape it, it's it's in your house and at your front door, right? We won't say what happens at the end. However, it's not happy. And we're going to deal with it in the next issue for sure. But we get to see the Big James origin story. So if you're a fan of, yeah, the undead bear, Big James, that you see a lot, a lot in a lot of my stuff. People love Big James. Um, you get to see his beginning. I love that that popped off in that origin. Woo, yeah, holy shit. Good for the people that try to do that damage. It's now there was something really funny about that. My my last campaign had a drawn tear to be drawn in on that page and get mauled by Big James, and my father in law picked it. <laughs> it's like really, <laughs> you, you must have told your audience like really maul him, like really maul him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you sure? I'm like, because here's what's going to happen in the story. We're going to take your head off. And he was like, it's good. He's like, as long as Marco can draw me with hair, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, man. So that's his head? His head and that last (laughs) I love telling this. So funny. It just makes me laugh. And he was so proud of it. Like when when he got to see the finished copy, he was like, I'm famous. (laughs) I was like, well, you're ahead. (laughs) (laughs) 
At least you're ahead for now, right? Right. Are you ahead of the game? <laughs> so you know what I'm laughing though. I was laughing when you mentioned that. Of all things in the pandemic, for people to worry about toilet paper. Yeah. So what was that all about? You just worried that that you don't want to die with a dirty ass. You want to make sure that your ass is wiped clean. You know, I don't know. Someone somewhere must have started it and everybody else panicked over it. You know what I mean? Because if someone's hoarding toilet paper, they're like, right, like, well, how do I, how do, if, if it's all gone, how do I, how do I clean myself? So then everybody started doing it. But it's like, if you would just not panic about the toilet paper, everything would have been fine. Um, and then there was like, then there was the shortage on the formula. Then there was shortage on bread. There was short. There was shortages on so many things. I remember just feeling very surreal walking through the grocery store and just empty shelves everywhere. The frozen frozen foods empty. Everything empty. It was so weird. And then you know to go through that in the comic, I was like, this is what it. This is what would happen. You see okay. what I mean? Okay. So in the comic, do the the. Since the food chain is so affected, yeah, the 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 humans themselves kind of become a a food commodity, you know, through through normal means. You mean cannibalism? Yeah, like 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 like, they, like the scientists are doing now. They're growing human meat in labs to make you know human burgers and sell it to you know. That I don't know about human burger, but they're you know they're genetically and they're three D printed meat. Which actually might be a solution because were they? I don't know if you they classify as being alive. It's not meat, though. It's not. It's gross, and I don't ever want to eat that. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some long term effects. Human that. DNA to do that. They say, hey, we know human DNA better, so we make human patties that that are good for human meat. On and no. out, bro. Didn't I don't want to eat in Lauren's world, horror world. No. I'm good. I feel like we're like one step away from soylent green. Toilet green is people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. hopefully they don't cannibalize each other, but there's a lot of starving people. Now, could there be cannibals? Absolutely. There's cannibals in real life, Jeffrey Dahmer. So, yes, it can exist that way. If we do it in this world, they would do it in that world as well. I just don't want to, I don't know, <laughs> it's like we could go down that way, but there's so much ugliness out there in that world where it's like, I don't think we need to show that too. Maybe yeah. we'll look later on. I don't know. <laughs> Enough gore. Don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> well, story. because again, it's like you eat, if you're going to eat people, you might as well eat animals anyway. The only reason we're not eating the animals is because they still move after you kill them. Like that hamburger is still moving as you eat it and in your stomach. So if that's going to move and people are going to do the same thing, you might as well just eat the beef. Would you? If you if you were served a piece of I meat, I was on starving. Plate, and, and, and no, it's, it's a piece of meat. You know, however you like it, and the moment you go to cut it, it starts moving. Would you continue? I would be turned off, but I think eventually in Path of the Pill Rider they would do that just because they would starve, and that would just be something that they would have to get used to. Kind of like the smell, you know what I mean? Like people, you can get nose, you can get nose blind to certain scents in your own house. Well, you know, neighbors like that. Their house, they yeah. must be definitely nose blind. <laughs> right, right. But I'm sure that becomes a thing, or does it? Do you? Does it depend? You know, does your survival depend on being able to smell? But if you're around a large community of undead people and they stink because they're rotting, at what point do you just stop smelling it? Yeah, no, I don't know. You become used to, to, to the sense and smell. Like when some, you go to someone's home, you know, every home has a different smell. They don't notice, but you do. Right. That's almost right. our most basic animal instinct c- coming to fruition, right? At, at least there. Look yes. at it. Look we're at actually gonna, we're actually <laughs> So my next short film that's coming is called A Day in the Life. And, oh, this one. The next, the, one next one, the next one in the life. This one's the, the second one, the conspiracy theory short film. Anyway, we're going to talk. We're going to show like what happens to a, a nuclear family after one of the people pass into the gray and they're still functioning, but they're dead. And at one point he's going to be walking around with a bunch of air fresheners on him because he stinks. <laughs> oh, man. So that's this right here. All right. Let's go. This, this is the second one. This is the conspiracy theory. So I have uh, there's three short films that are out. Currently, this is number two. Send me, send me a link. Look, I'm gonna say hello. On oh, the go to the Kickstarter page and you scroll, scroll to the bottom. They're all there. Boom. 
Boom. Let's go. Let's go, Lawyer. I, I, I'm ready for you. Let's go. Keep going. Oh, wait a minute. Shit. Look at that. I know. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me right now. <laughs> oh, a lot of good stuff here. Yeah. That was one of the hard parts is like when you're into issue four, you know, there's so much art that has been created. How do you get it all on the page and not have your Kickstarter be 17 miles long? There, um, you, go. there you go. So that's the first one. That's Pine Fox Undead Community. That's a commercial. This one's cool. Let's check that out. I like to see this is how you create folks. You want to sell books? Lori's going to open a class soon. Right? <laughs> when it comes to an inspired and privileged retirement, Pine Fox is where you want to be. Quality of life, peace of mind, harmony, it's all here. The setting is beautiful and peaceful. The atmosphere is lively and enriching. The amenities have something for everyone and every interest. At Pine Fox, your health and well-being is a top priority. Our community is growing and just waiting for you to join us. If making the most of your AD years matters to you, Bye. Thanks, <laughs> Pine Fox. Put the Kickstarter folks. Katie, time to come in. Okay, Mom. For more information, call 216 555 3323. Like that. That's weird. Today. You can stop it here. Yeah, I mean, this is just some extra stuff, but we like light some things on fire, but there's nothing else really. Yeah, so that was our first one. So it was like the white picket fence. You didn't see anybody's face, right? Until the yeah. end. And that's where you're like, this is a community full of dead people. And then the riots that were happening, the violence the protesting, the division, and they were just the juxtaposition of the two. So like what we want the world to see and what was really happening in the world, right? So there you go. It's like violence in the world. Another, whether you want to see it or not, it's there. But Pine Fox is like based off of Pine Box because in a Western, when there's a shootout, that's what they bury you in is a Pine Box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie's sick mind. So now we're going to go to Conspiracy Theory yeah. episode two, right? Let's check it out. Yeah. And hopefully uh, YouTube will, will allow me Cooperate. to cooperate. Green. Look, look. Can it? What the heck? Good evening. Thank you for joining us on Channel 13 W. It's weird. It's cutting off the bottom. As you know, we've been following this crisis as it develops. And now we'd like to go live to Ali Brock on location, talking to you, the viewer, on what you think caused this horrific crisis. Ellie, good evening. And how are you? Hello, Lewis. How are you? I'm here on location today. We're going to walk the streets and see what people have to say. Hello, thank you for joining me this afternoon. You got it. What do you think broke the death rock? The witches. It's the cats. No, if I had to think one thing, it'd be the aliens. Aliens? Yeah, aliens. I, where did they come from? Outer space. Why do you think the death process is broken? I can tell you. <laughs> she just stares. Sugar. That's a good question. And a lot of you are going to say the government. Government. I think it's the government. No gets it. Do you do you want to talk about what you think broke the death process? No. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> Sir, do you have a second? I'd like to ask you a question. Oh shit. It has to be <laughs> none of this is the reason death was broken. I honestly think it's vaccines. What's vaccines? Causing, and what, what's causing the human form to turn into the undead? And it's not just death. If you think about it, this makes sense. No comment. What a nerd. I think it's the food that we eat. 
and our candy. I'm not interested. Is it even real? Like, like, maybe it's not. <laughs> I bet it's the cat. I know it's the cat. Everything is genetically chocolate. He really dislikes cats. The GMOs. Remember the pygmies? I think they're back. No fucking comment. It's the nanotech technology. Dale horse. And he who sat upon it was dead. You elaborate? Look, man, I don't know. Back off. Maybe he's all just... He's a really bad trick. I think you got all at fault. The media, the government, Big Pharma. You guys know who did this. And I won't stand for it. No comment. It's in our coffee. <laughs> we can't die? Well, I mean, your body dies. So where can people go to find this information? Go- Google. That's what I think. Google it. The yogurt? Not the yogurt. It's in our drinks. <laughs> the fucking guy's crazy. Is there a cure? Like, no. I don't think so. Honestly, I think they're the colony of pygmies. Pygmies. Yeah. Voodoo spell. And that blueberry's got me real concerned. It's in the brisket. Yes. It's in the barbecue. The brisket. How many deaths do you hear about? A lot right now. Of course it was the witches. They're the smartest people in the world. You <laughs> <laughs> must have given me some bad stuff. It's just that I don't die. Your body dies, but yeah, you stay in it while you decay. It's sugar. Don't believe that. <laughs> Absolutely organic. Just the no, meat and the water and the water and the vegetables. That's the limits of life. It's McDonald's. 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 And the reason I say that is if you think about it, their food don't actually burn. Their food was designed to be consumed by the dead. But see, if you take it, then you die. So it's the consumption of eating the food that only is made for that that do not die. You get what I'm saying? It's McDonald's. That's what I'm telling you. It's just a bad thing. Crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. I'm gonna go rob a bank. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know why the dead don't fucking die. Look at me. Look at me. Put this on. Put the phone. And there you have it. We've spent all day asking people what they think. There's some truly wild accusations out there. And let me say, we really have no idea. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> call 911. <laughs> I mean, I'm just alive, that only shit. Really like, they fucking Joe Black to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, this character, Ali Brock, makes a reappearance in my welcome video on this campaign. Have you? I don't know if you've seen this one. I don't think it was live last time you and I had talked. I was still working on this. So this is call to action. So it's a, it's like a psychological horror. So right. have fun. That's it. Yo, but that last one, you fucked me up, Roy. Like, holy shit. So well done. That was fun. Thank you. Well, you get to see that again. That moment is everlasting. I love that moment. <laughs> Thank God I wasn't smoking weed. It would have been going back and forth on me one way. Choking to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 6.30. Yeah, it's been at 6.30 for two weeks. I promise you, I told you like 12 times. Okay. All right. Oh, can you stop and pick up some more drinks? I get you some soda. Been marked. Uh, hello? Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Next time. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, all right. Okay, bye. If you watch the TVs in the background, there's Pine Fox. There's um, the conspiracy theory. There's my other short film called Catfishing. So they're all kind of spliced in there. It's funny.
Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi. Six thirty. No. Okay. I, I, Heather just called and she canceled too. Yes, and I have been watching the news. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just, you know, like cooking for 12 people, but it's fine. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Apple. Come on. Hello. Yes. You know, I'm just going to cancel the whole thing. No, nobody's coming. Jen, it's not, I'm, it's not maybe you. There's like, you know, we've been planning this for, yes, I know. Yes, I have been watching the news. No, I don't care. We can talk about this later. I gotta go. Bye. Oh, come on. Yes, I've been watching the news. I Cancel the night of, everybody. And then it's gone. Hmm. Watch the iPad. Did you see it? The knife is gone. Can you please give me your passcode? Yeah, passcode is fluffy. Are you home by yourself, ma'am? I I don't know. Let me check. Doors open. Oh. Hello? Yo! Gonna be his friend on the internet. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and all these people, who are all these people that you got to, to be bodies for? Now, <laughs> some of them, some of the images I pulled off the internet, but these are all. A lot of them are fans in of Path of the Pale Rider. So, like that one, they're interspliced. So the fans are in there as well. So this was fun, where I was just like, hey. Lay on the ground and pretend to be a dead body. Have someone take your picture and send it to me. Fast forward all the way to the last second. See, I knew I saw Carissa in there. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's fun about these is that I get the fans involved. In all of these films, the fans are involved. They were in the riot scene. They, you know, they were interviewed for the conspiracy theory. In this one, they had the choice of sending in video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if people are too shy to do the video, then they can send in still frame. You can send me a picture. I usually have a, a topic that we're trying to tackle. So this next one, I asked everybody to send me like, a creepy selfie, and I zombified about 25 people who will be in the short film. Yeah. Awesome. It's going to be fun. And let's check this out. First. We're going to get into it right now. So before we watch that dope video, look at that, folks. 72 backers, 
They were seeking 4550 to the 5012 with 20 days to go. So make it rain and let's open up and unlock a whole bunch of awesomeness. Let's check out the yes. video and start digging into what, what she has to offer with this awesome campaign. We really have no idea. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yo, that shit is awesome. <laughs> I'm Lori Calcaterra. I am the writer-creator of the all-new Western Apocalypse comic book series, Path of the Pale Rider. What's this? Um, really? Apparently, I'm going to be joined by recently deceased news reporter Ellie Brock from WDED Channel 13. Why? Why? Why are we... Hello, Ellie. Uh, how are you? Dead. How do you think I feel? Oh, um, I'm sorry. Moving on. In Path of the Pale Rider, your body can die, but your soul or your energy doesn't leave your body upon death. Your brain rots in your skull, um, leaving you confused. Yep. Forgetful. Totally. Violent. Not yet. Or detached. Whatever. Um, People, animals, insects, we're all stuck here together. There is no death, only decay. Did you tell them about Big James? Yeah, I, I didn't get that far. Big James is a giant undead bear, people. Can I finish? I, I would like... <laughs> he is terrifying. Leave your eye alone. <clears throat> so in issue one, we followed Jude St. Clair 10 years into the apocalypse. Um, he meets Big James. Consequences! Uh, issue two, um, Jude St. Clair goes to the town of Santa Claus looking for information and he picks a fight and consequences. Please stop doing that. Um, issue three, we jump all the way back in time to the beginning, the day that death went missing and, um, consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can say that it's just that, um, I can't really show you too much of issue number four without spoilers because we're still dealing with what happened at the end of the last issue. What? You killed Jude? Really? I didn't I didn't say that. I can't believe you killed him off. That's your main character. This is how rumors get started. It's not who would do such a thing? What's what's wrong with you? My eye it feels oh, weird. <laughs> Stop touching it, it's going to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. No, no, that would be disgusting. Our art team on issue number four is our very own Mark Pillow um, on pencils and inks, and of course, um, Matt Chambers, who joined us on colors in the last issue. Ellie, do you want to tell people who the variant artists are? Lacey Cougar and Lulu Russell. Uh, Lauren Gibson and me. No, you didn't make a cover. <laughs> no, the last cover is a sketch cover so that people can get their own original Big James from their favorite artist. I just wanted to feel. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear God. <laughs> the Pill Rider is a fan interactive experience where there's a riddle on the back of every cover and there are short films that enrich the story where you can interact with the world you can find us just about everywhere we're on facebook instagram x tiktok threads and all of our videos our short films are on youtube if you want to participate in the shenanigans i'm just gonna keep going here um, new to the campaign are trucker hats um, there's an updated surprise reward, and the new Funko Pop will be Callie St. Clair, which is, of course, Jude St. Clair's mom. Don't forget, we are building a poker deck uh, in the stretch goals, so we're going to continue. We unlocked the King of Hearts last campaign, um, and I'm hoping that we could unlock, like, two or three cards this time. Um, and if you're new to Path of the Pale Rider, don't worry. Um, I always have a ketchup tier looking for the ketchup bottle. And that's where um, you can get caught up on everything that we've done so far. Um, I think that's it. Uh, thank you in advance for your support. Thank you for supporting Indy and um, Ellie. Um, 
Any last words you want to say? Chicken nuggets. I, I quit. I quit. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Awesome. And this is why Lori's campaigns be kicking ass because she actually had fun. I do. Fun with I am having so much fun. It's a blast. I like making videos. I like doing like some of the stretch goal shenanigans that we have. So we have comics, we have riddles, we have fan interactive short films, we have fan interactive stretch goals, and not just like stuff. I don't just throw stuff at you. We like have poles and smash pumpkins and yeah, we do all sorts of crazy things. I dress up as Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you zap people too? Come on now. I haven't Stop. zapped anyone before. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me ideas for the next. I know. It's like, mm, I'm going to need to volunteer for that. But I love, I love this cover. This is Marco's A cover. And if you look, there's so many things going on here. Jude St. Clair's house is just dissolving into the madness. There's the symbol on top of his house. He's wearing something around his neck that used to belong to somebody else. There's a huge mob of the undead. They are all wearing these armbands with a, a patch on it that we actually have. Like we wore these in the very first short film in the riot scenes. They were all wearing these armbands with these patches. So I love the fact that my comic book leads to the short films, which lead to the riddles, which then lead back to the comic. It's all intertwined. One world. Okay. Somebody fun with their book. And there goes the man himself, Big James. Yep. That's a GIF, so it'll keep playing. Yeah, so it'll show you like a little bit from each comic, issues one, issues two, issue three here, what it looks like inside. I warn people, if you haven't read issue three, the next slides are issue four <laughs> because we pick up where we left off. So something bad happens and here they are. They're having to deal with it. Oh, um, oh man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I missed that and I saw that at the end. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Issue number four oh, oh. is um, it's hard. What's that? But the world is different, though, because she's gone. But is she really? You still have time. But remember what happened in the third book. They created laws, right? Yeah, so know. everybody has to wear their discs. The undead had a curfew at first, and then they passed another law where it was illegal for you to be an undead in a living community. And they created a police force called the Collectors, the Undead Collection Force. They, call, they go by the Collectors, and they will go into a house and take you and throw you in a van and... Hopefully you get to go to some place like Pine Fox, but my guess is that they're taking you somewhere else. We will find out where they take them. Oh, they're making um, ceiling green out of zombies. We'll find out. <laughs> right. It's not a good day. But for people that are not familiar with Path of the Pale Rider, if you like movies like Book of Eli and if you like The Walking Dead and like Spaghetti Westerns and Cocaine Bear, that's you would like something like Path of the Pale Rider. I love that image, don't you? Yeah, that, that is a tattoo right there. It is. That yeah, is a tattoo. And, and a dope shirt, though. You put this in a nice charcoal color t-shirt. Yeah. You know? Oh, man, looks so dope. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So when you get in that tattoo, Lauren? <laughs> Soon. I think Carissa, Carissa Grant and I were talking about, like, if we ever had a campaign that had 500 backers, we would go get a tattoo and live stream it. <laughs> Folks, you heard it here. Make this the one. <laughs> you see, you see a story getting tatted. There's that one or the, the cover by David Sanchez that's also in black and white with that beautiful woman that's half skull on her face. I would tattoo that as well. That's gorgeous. Here, we already unlocked one of our, well, we've unlocked two stretch goals as of today, but this was the first one. Every 50 backers, we unlock a poker card. So we are building, we're on our way to building a 52 card deck of cards. Last campaign, I came up with this bright idea right around 100 backers. So when we broke 100, I released a card. So everybody got the King of Hearts last campaign. So, so far we have released the Ace, of hearts and there's potential two three four however however many backers we get every 50 backers will release another poker card of the deck so 
I'm sending these in like card protectors for now. There will eventually be a box when we get a little bit further and we can, you know, it doesn't get squished. I don't want it to get all squished and nasty in the meantime. I'm digging on design. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, man. Look, I'm saying, y'all, the art that you guys do, yo, look, yo, what the F, man? Yeah. This is Lacey Kruger cover. And she, she's kind of up and coming in the indie comic world, but this gets compared to like Peach Momoko. I've heard it from several people, that watercolory style. And it's just, you know, we're in issue number four. It's the death of the normal. It's the old society is is done and the birth of the new norm. What is now going to be considered, you know, I mean, we started time over. If you look at it, it's one YA when we start issue three. So it's like we're done with, you know, what was normal and now we're into the new. This one is Lauren Gibson's cover. It's this one gets me every time. It's hilarious. It's poignant. It's gross. But it's also haunting because there's just an undead family trying to continue on. But if you look in the background, that's the collector van. So that's not going to end up good for them. But it's also funny. Look, he's hearing, I'm high hungry. I'm dad on his apron. It's funny. I mean, yeah. And, and, and poor girl got a hot dog. But I mean, how can she chew it? That's <laughs> the point. Poor <laughs> girl. Yeah, this is fucked up, man. Right. It's just all sorts of bad, but it's kind of funny bad. It's, it's like how to read, but no paper. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, how do I get this in me? Maybe she just swallow it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, and this is fire. This is nice. I know, I yeah. know some people right here in Massachusetts that know how to mess with wood that would make something like this real life for you really dope. You, you know what? I was talking about this with one of my fans because this is kind of like the first four is kind of like the first act of the arc. We have 12 issues. So we're ending the the first act. We're going into the second act. And now we've been doing metal covers of Marco DeFillo's covers, starting with issue two, three, four. So I, I opened up an option to add on a metal cover of one so people can collect those. But I was talking with her and I was like, I kind of want to switch. You can get wooden covers Ooh. on your comic. With a wood Wouldn't that be so perfect? especially where we're going in the story. We catch up in time and we are going to be back with Jude St. Clair and Dwayne Fink in issue number, starting issue number five. And I, and the action picks up. It's very, very crazy, apocalyptic Western action craziness, right? We burn things down. That would be great. So we're going to start doing wooden covers for five, six, seven, eight, and then nine, 10, 11, 12, we will do something different. So. Oh my God, I cannot wait to see what yeah. that game changer once again. Laurie changing the game. All right. They got a sketch cover too. Very nice. Yeah. nice. People were asking me for that because everybody loves Big James and everybody wants to draw Big James. So I was like, that's cool. We'll do a sketch cover. So you can, you, you as an artist can either draw it yourself or take it to a con and find your favorite artist and have him draw Big James the Undead Bear. There is an option in this campaign to have Marco DeFillo draw you your own Big James on the cover as well, which is cool. you want Marco to do it. Come on. I, mean, I would think so. <laughs> have the guy that draws Big James draw your own Big James, an original one that nobody else has. That would be sweet. Right, you know? Look at the covers right here. A little bit of interiors, folks. Like that. Yeah, I mean, so that's number two. Jude St. Clair goes to the town of Santa Claus, which is a terrible place. They don't like anybody, but he's looking for somebody, right? Finds them, and then they tell him to get lost. So he has to do some things in order to stay in the town. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. All right, and there we go. Three, back in time. Yeah. (laughs) Back in time, there's the doctor scene where she's running out of the room. That one cracks me up. But beautiful covers. This one I had a, I mean, I always have a hard time choosing covers, but that one, that was like really hard. So I'm just glad I get them all. <laughs> no, I mean, you did them all. Yo. These are all fire, fire. And then you yeah. got the add-ons over here, folks. Maybe, yeah, you, know, you can add on t-shirts and hats and merchandise. We have a choose your own adventure book, which is super fun. So you get to put on the, what's that? I love those. Choose your own, choose your own adventure. I used to love those. I mean, but 
unfortunately, every time I read it, the first time I made wrong decisions. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You can just do it again. And that's the fun part about this is that you get to put on the hat and the boots in the in the apocalyptic West and you run bounties. So you try to capture either alive or undead and you have to use the logic from Path of the Pale Rider to succeed. Halfway through, I do have like a save point. Like if you make it back to the saloon, you can just go forward. You don't have to go back to the beginning. There's a way to meet Big James. It doesn't work out well for you, but you can meet him. You can become undead and keep going. You could become immortalized as a gunslinger in the apocalyptic West. And I just, it's really cool because you get to meet characters that show up later in the main story. So you'll have insight on who these characters are more so than even Jude St. Clair. So there's a character who's terrifying named the Skinner. And when you encounter the Skinner, you're very lucky if you get out of there alive. So at some point, Jude St. Clair meets the Skinner and you as the reader will be like, oh shit, that's the Skinner. Like we need to get out of here. And Jude is just like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> the Skinner. The Skinner. But yeah, I have a couple shirts, the graffiti art shirts. It's like shoes aside. So, I know, I know. We'll get there. These are fire, though. And I looked at the cards talking about. Look at that. Yeah. So, and the King of Hearts is available as an add-on. So if you missed out on him last campaign, you can add it on so that way you're not short cards in your deck. There we go, man. Look, look Here's that. Ace. We'll Oof. unlock some more. Isn't that Seal. cool? Death. Yeah. Oh, fire. Fire. Yeah. So I'll flip those over as we go. We just unlocked this, the giant indie PDF bundle. So we just broke 5,000 today. So now everybody gets 15 additional comics free. 15 additional books on top of the Path of the Pale Rider. Now they're PDF. <laughs> like, let's not oversell it here. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying but- Team books, nonetheless. Yeah. And oh. what I like about this is because it's a PDF, it's a digital bundle, the digital backers get to participate in this. I always feel so bad that like someone in Germany who's always there backing my stuff, if we do like stickers or, or you know, physical add-ons or physical stretch goals, that they don't get them because they didn't get a physical backer item. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I love this, because every single backer gets this digital, physical, everybody. And there's some really good stuff in there. There's horror, there's comedy, there's all ages, there's superhero, there's just outlandish stuff. Magic with ballet, PTSD by Paul Gomez, there's The Good Night by Crystal McGee, Carissa Grant's Worthy Chaos, just so many good titles in there. I'm so excited that these creators came out to bat for me. Because I was like, okay, who wants to be in my PDF bundle? And these guys all came out and were like, absolutely, please put. Some of them were trying to give me like their whole collection. And I was like, I am not going to give away 30 of your comics for free. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they also need to put value on their stuff. And I mean, I don't yeah. excitement of putting your product out there, but give people a tease. Folks, believe Right. It's, it's like, let them read the first one. And then, you know, they'll come and they'll purchase after yeah. that, or they'll follow and they'll wait for your next campaign, whatever it is. But you got 30, giving away 30 comics for free. But I'm saying, you know, give them the first one for free. And if you sell the other 29 for a dollar, you just made 29 bucks. Come on. Now. There you go. Which is a steal. Absolutely. At a dollar a pop, you know, that's not what it is. Right. <laughs> so we have Kudis coming. Keeping my beers cool. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Got some cool stuff there. We're going to do a slice and dice. So since it's going to be October, we're going to smash a pumpkin. I'll let people name the pumpkin. We could dress it up if you want. You can choose a weapon of of destruction. And then we will bash this thing to smithereens. I'm planning on if we get here, which I think we will. But if we get here, I will do it on Halloween. I have my podcast is on Tuesdays. It's called the Tuesday Morning Brew. It's at 11 o'clock a.m. And it's on a Tuesday on Halloween. So it would be perfect. We will smash a pumpkin in the backyard. I kind of want to build a giant Gallagher-sized mallet. What do you That's think? what I was saying right now. I'm seeing you as the Gallagher pumpkins. Yeah, I could dress up as Harley Quinn with a giant mallet. <laughs> no, how about you cosplay as one of your own characters 
with a giant mallet, you know, a, a zombie smashed mallet. You know, mm. and, and, and and the pumpkin farm is where you train to smash the zombie heads. Not all the zombies are bad, though. You can't just yeah. go around smashing people. <laughs> hey, listen, those are offensive sometimes, and you got to handle your business. <laughs> the hard part is, is that doesn't kill them. Remember, it's like you can shoot them in the head and they're still here. You can smash their brains out and they're still here. It's a terrible thing. I got some. Uh, bookmarks I'm working on. These are going to be laminated with tassels. I just have I haven't taken the picture yet, but that is Morse code. It does say something, so go figure that out. Uh, we get to seven thousand. There's some big James enamel pins we will do. That's not the design. I just I haven't gotten that far yet. Seventy five hundred. It's a little. What's this movie? Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember when he was pretending to be this woman? That's a great movie. And uh, he takes the head off and she's like, get ready for a surprise. And the head blows up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man. This is Foster. Oh, look, at that's a great poster right there. Oh, that's a riddle. So these are the riddles on the back covers of all the comics. So, again, there's more stuff. There's more mileage to Path of the Pale Rider than just comic book. These riddles take you to places in the real world. That one in sign language, when you solve that one, you get to interact with a character. So something yeah. will show up in your mailbox to you from a character. And then this one, hidden in plain sight, this is a QR code scavenger hunt. This this is all YouTube videos, but there it's like stuff that either inspires Path of the Pillar, like you're going to find Westerns and Tombstone and the Quick and the Dead, and you're going to find zombie stuff, Train to Busan. You're going to find Night of the Living Dead. You're going to find all sorts of anime. I think I have Attack of Attack on Titan and then Akira. But there's also just ridiculous stuff. There's a Rick Roll. There's a Swedish chef making hot sauce because we made hot sauce last campaign. But one, one of these 24 QR codes is a short short in Path of the Pale Rider. It's a little creepy, but it's oh so good. And when you find it, you will know that you have found the undead underground. I love it. I love it. We'll have fun. And it's like, it doesn't cost you anything. It's like, you don't have to, you know, and there's all the short films. There's me and the team. That's Marco. That's Matt, our new colorist. And then Rachel, my editor. Oh, was she in the movie? Yes, she was. She's been with us from the beginning. She was in, she's, she was in the first one. She was a dead body. No, she wasn't in the first short film. She was in the second one, The Conspiracy Theory, and then she was in the third one as a dead body. She was, she was zombified in the fourth one, so she will be there. And, of course, mm -hmm. these are all Kickstarters I recommend. These are other indie greats that are active right now or getting ready to launch. So it's amazing stuff. The Roku channel is there. And yep. well, it goes. I mean, look, you could start with $1 just out of the kindness of your heart because who, need, who, who needs the coffee? I mean, not that a coffee costs a dollar anymore. I know, they're like $3. I'm, I'm crazy. How dare you? What is <laughs> No, he's talking about my commercial. That's that's Mr. Jeff Bracey. We play D&D together on Fridays, and he's a good guy. He plays Buzz Buzz, my favorite insect who wears a dress. But my commercial, I have like a 57-second commercial that it's like, what is Path of the Pale Rider? Is it a comic book? Is it a Western? Is it a zombie apocalypse? Like, what is it? So he's always quoting that at me because it gets like, it's an earworm. It gets stuck in your head. <laughs> no, Bracey is the man. Yeah. He's also playing with CC and Cinema Crusaders and partners with me on some awesome interviews. So Bracey's the Oh, man. awesome. Yeah, I mean, listen, this, this, we have an amazing community here. And it's like, yes. everybody always tends to know someone. We each yes. own Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I know, right? Who is our Kevin Bacon? <laughs> But again, look, folks, I mean, digital tears, all types of stuff, uh, physical tears. I mean, yo, yep. you know, all my variants are the same price. They're not one that's more than the other. They're all 15 bucks. So there's not one that's like 45. There's the ketchup. I mean, ketchup tears. So you get all four physical, all four PDF. Because we send the PDFs out first. As soon as the, the comic is done and it's gone through the editing process, we send all the PDFs out while the book is printing. So you can read it as soon as it drops and then get your physical copy and read it again. If you just want to read the physical, at least you'll have the PDF. You know what I mean? It's really up to you how you want to play it. But 
I love that catch-up tier. It's great. You can get the shirt. There's metal covers. I dropped the price on these. They were 100 and I dropped them down to 75 You can get a metal cover a little bit cheaper. Super secret. Do you remember how we did this last time, Al? And it is a dress, Jeff. It is a dress. <laughs> I'm always giving his character a hard time. So super secret. I do these every campaign, and it's always something that I personally make. So it's not something you can buy at the store. The first okay. one I did was a handcrafted wooden box. I made, I cut the wood and pieced it together myself. It was stained. It had a poem burned into the side about this, like a seashell. If you put a seashell to your ear, you can hear the ocean. If you put a pile of bones to your ear, do you hear the voices of the damned? And inside of this box was a glass bottle of ashes and bones. Now, the bones aren't real, but it <laughs> looks creepy, right? Last campaign, I built someone a working disc. So I have one that I made myself for cosplaying as my own characters. But I put it up as a secret reward and I 3D printed it and, and you can wear this thing and it lights up and it functions, right? This one's a little different. Little, It's a lot less in price, but it's awesome. So I really hope people get these. I think there's a, like one, maybe two of these that people backed. I think they're limited to 10, but they're super cool. You will want it. Trust me. Ooh, ooh, Plus it comes with the full set of books. <laughs> And we retail. got the retail. I always love this. So again, retailers out there, you want to support indie? Here comes an independent creator with a fire book with an awesome deal. So talk about the retailer deal. So in this one, you get five copies of issue one, two, and three. The A copy from Marco DeFillo. You get three copies of the A cover for issue four, and then one of each of the variants. I think that's right. You're supposed to get five, five, and five. I send you a t-shirt for you to keep. I will also send you pitch postcards, which are like, it's a post, it's a four by six postcard. It has art, like the, the cover for issue one on the front. And then on the back, there's a QR code for a sample and there's my pitch. So if you're a retailer, you don't have to pitch my book. You don't have to remember anything. You just hand them a postcard or you can put it in your subscribers, you know, bags. And my book will sell itself for you. But again, if you want something different, if you want less variants, more variants, different amount of books, let just contact me. I will put it together for you. However you want to make the package for your store, I will do that. Because why not? Right? And, and look at that wonderful, wonderful, from their recommendation from Brace when he goes, guys, Lori's doing something crazily innovative here. I've only seen J.J. Abrams get close with his Cloverfield movie campaign. This is Rare Witch levels of cool marketing and interactivity. Wepa. Thank you, Jeff. That's a huge compliment. Like, well, uh, those two properties are amazing with what they did, right? Blair Witch Project had everybody thinking their actor dead when the movie premiered. I saw that movie at BAM as an independent. It was at Brooklyn Academy of, of Music, but it was a movie theater. Totally independent movie theater. It came out. My ex and I were big horror fans. So they, what is this? People are talking about it. Let's go check it out. Why not while it's in the theater? You yeah. know, we loved it because it was so different. We tried to yes. put people on that just didn't understand it. And it was the same. But then, you know, obviously that genre took over for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. And like paranormal activity and like you said, Cloverfield and where it's like the point of view of the person recording it, right? And Blair Witch Project scared the shit out of me for one reason. It's something that I would do where I would go into the woods to go research a freaking urban legend, right? And get lost in the woods and end up dying because it ate me. You know what I mean? Um, that's totally me. I would totally do that. So I was just like, never again. I will never do this. Yeah, scared, scared the bejesus out of me with that movie, right? I'm sorry, Jeff. Sitting at the wall over there. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he in the corner? Oh, no. <laughs> that was the scariest. She was like, hello, hello. And we were like, oh, you know, like it was bad. It was bad. But yeah. Yep. If you're a collector, I have all the covers. So you get the A cover in metal and then all the variants, including the sketch. You get all the things, right? Throw it all in there. Why not? 
Oh, oh me. Oh, my God. Why is me over there? Jesus Christ. This is our lovable drunk, Dwayne Fink, who probably knows something, but you don't know if you can trust him because he's crazy. Right? With this beer mug, it's so cool. I have one of these right here. Look. You got Man. a minute. We got to put that up. Oh, he looks so cool. Yeah. Cool. And I love these boxes. The The studio I used to custom make these, they put the cover of the issue on the back of the box. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like. I mean, is, is that through request or just something that they do as part of the packaging? No, they we talked about it. But, I mean, like, their box is included in the price that I pay. They design it and they, they do all the work for me because they're awesome. So, like, issue one, issue three. Right. And then issue number two, we did Big James. We'll call it Al. Oh, <laughs> he's yo, giant. Yo. Right. That fire. Compared to, wait, where's Jude? Right. <laughs> yeah, yo. Fire. Well done. Especially for I some love, I love these. We will continue to do these as long as people want to do them. They are pricey. They're not cheap to make, so you know, unfortunately, they have to be a higher price item. So the Dwayne Funko, there's there was five available for this campaign. I think there are three that are gone. There's only two that are left. So if you are into Funkos and you want an original Funko of the beloved Dwayne Fink, go grab one before they disappear because they will. We usually sell out all of them. Beautiful. I mean, do you, but you do get to keep one, don't you, Laura? Well, they make one special for me. That was part of the deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? There we go. Again, the retail reward books, full page ads, and all. Early bird gets a sticker. That one's gone, unfortunately. That was the first week. And then this is the singularity. That one's gone too. So that one's the new Funko Pop. So we run five, you know, limited ones of the one that we premiered last campaign. So the premiere for this one is Callie St. Clair, which is Jude St. Clair's mom. And if you read issue three, you know what's coming. So embrace it, white people. Oh, this bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying, but black and brown. We 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 ain't stupid. <laughs> There's a guy on TikTok who's like Hispanic people against spooky shit. You ever see his TikToks? He's oh, on no. Saturdays. And uh no, you should run. Run no. away. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, for real. I'd be like a swallow. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Can you make me not so big? I take up the whole screen. <laughs> Where's Al? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. There we go. Thank you. I was like, I'm too big for my own liking. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go, folks. You know, we saw, we saw, please keep supporting this amazing campaign with only 20 days to go. Yes, it is yeah. fun. That we got to unlock more. Goodies, you see how kind of goodies. Well, next is uh, next is either the koozies or the poker card. It just depend, depends on the dollar amount. We could get to 100 backers before we get to 5,500, or vice versa. We could get to 5,500 and then you know still have to, to do and you know get to 100. Yeah, that's it's scary when you're big on the screen by yourself. You watch out, it'll happen to you, Jeff. <laughs> I'll do it you next time. Whoa. So we'll see. We'll see where uh, where the campaign goes and what people what people decide to get. I hope people get those uh, Funko Pops because again, once they're once we're done with campaign, that's the only place to get them because since they're custom made, they take months to craft and they're not cheap. So I'm not selling them at the cons and they're not on my website. The only place you get them is here. So get them. Get them and last <laughs> year, Lori. Are you going to be doing any cons since you mentioned it? You know, throughout yes. the rest of the year, what's coming up? Actually, two I'm doing two, one right after the other. So, this week, I'm doing a bunch of podcasts, and then Saturday and Sunday, I'll be at Cowtown Comic Con, which is in Fort Worth. So, that is September 30th and October 1st. And then the following weekend, October 7th and 8th, I will be at Arlington Fan Days. I will be at a table with Marco DeFillo. We will be there at one place. So if you want both of our signatures on something, go to Arlington Fan Days and check us out. We're going to be hanging out with Marjean Holden, who was in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I don't know if you're familiar with our Marjean yes, Holden. I love Mortal Kombat. Heck yes. Yeah. So Marjean is going to be at Arlington Fan Days. So I'm looking forward to seeing her. 
there should be some more people there. I haven't seen Sam Vera in a while, but he's usually there. Paul Gomez might be there. I'm not sure who from the indie crowd will be there, but we'll be there. I know Charles Boyer and Geek Out crew, they're a store in they're in Burleson, which is in Fort Worth area. They're also going to be at Cowtown as well. So I think there's going to be like two or three places you can find my book, which will be great. Shop around. There you go. Hustling. <laughs> That's lots Lord. of good stuff coming up. So for real, enough respect, Laura. You you hustle like like crazy. And Jack wouldn't mind the attention of being big on screen. And <laughs> it's like gonna be a great time at the cons. That's right. Listen, yeah. Laura, wonderful energy. You know, one of Thank the greatest stars in indie comics, one of the biggest hustlers in indie for real. I mean, you see her kicking ass again. This campaign already on a wonderful start. And I know it's going to be a big finish. So please support Indie Shuttle Love. The links are below. Feel free to click away. I want to show them again one more time. You can go to Kickstarter today, Path of the Pale Rider issue number four. Numero cuatro, man. Well, we actually have a short link too. It's just pale-rider.com. Do I have a wrench? I do not. But if you type in pale-rider.com, it goes right to the Kickstarter. Well, the so last so they could just click, you know, who needs Perfect. to type it to click, you know what I mean? Yes, like click is easy on the Facebook, click it, Google, click it, Insta, TikTok, X, they're everywhere, everywhere. All right, so <laughs> Lori, thank you again for your time, thank you, and dedication to the craft of making comics fun. So, yes. yeah, for real, we appreciate you for that. I can't wait to see you in another six months on the next project that well, is popping or sooner. About that. Yeah, we'll probably be a little bit sooner because we're going to be doing a trade paperback next. So Listen. Matt Chambers, our colorist, has started coloring the pages from issue number one that were previously black and white. So the trade paperback will be 100% in color and there'll be a new cover by Marco DeFillo. And all of the variant covers will be inside and some bonus material, like maybe part of the script and definitely some of the pages from Jude St. Clair's journal. So there's going to be some new stuff that people haven't seen before, but the art's basically done for that. We just have to finish four, right? And when four's done, we can do trade paperback. So I'm excited. So we'll see. We'll see, you know, when we get done with Matt and Marco working together, we can move a little quicker. So we'll see. But again, I say that and then like the printer will break down or some shit. <laughs> like I have just jinxed us again. <laughs> at least at least your book has more changes than the iPhone. You know what I mean? So at least there's that. <laughs> Actual changes and updates. All right. There yeah, we go. good ones instead of like, do I really need this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there we go, folks. You really need this though in your life. Get past the pair rider, issue number four, and then get ready to support the whole graphic now where you get all color, and it's a good as she mentioned. We're going to be talking about that real soon. Have a great night, Mike, mi gente. Much love. Hasta la próxima. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Conversators Podcast. If you like the content, please like subscribe the and, turn and, turn subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit Conversators.com and our extended podcast and family over at UndercoverCases.com. And also, make sure to download the Conversators app on the Google Play Store today.